dude. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, absolutely. Dude, absolutely. And I swear this is true and I owe it all to you. I used to sing that song. Yeah. <laughs> it would be dead silent. <laughs> and you would just and I would <clears throat> time of my life. That's not bad. Anyway, man, <laughs> how are you sleeping? <laughs> Uh, well, I slept like shit last night. Uh, Which was kind of your own doing, in a way, right? <clears throat> yeah. What yeah. was that little Because, <laughs> uh, well, I mean... No, just like the sound itself. I wasn't... <laughs> yeah. That? Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of... Like, a, like an elf asking for permission to climax. Can I... And then he's always told no. And then he can't do it. Sure. I was going to just say like a bridge troll that sucked in some helium, but. Yeah. Same. Isn't that same what an elf is? It's the exact same thing. I don't know. <laughs> They're played by the same guy. Yeah. But yeah, last night I was up uh, super late. <laughs> I couldn't take my sleep medication because it was four in the morning when I finally finished editing all of the things. That sucks. Yeah. I had the same issue the other night, actually. Mm. I couldn't. My my insomnia and anxiety was just peaking at like one o'clock. So it was just like a roller coaster ride until like four until I finally like calmed down and got sleepy. And then I was like, I should just take a melatonin. But I'm like, if I take a melatonin, I'm going to sleep through everything. And then exactly. I'm not going to get up in the morning. So. Bit that bullet pretty hard, man. <laughs> Just deep throated that fifty caliber yeah, bullet. Pulling himself up by his bootstraps. Rejecting the melatonin. <laughs> so then yesterday I fell asleep at a very normal time for me and just zonked. It was great. What day is it? Today's Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> Always Wednesday, man. It's been Wednesday every time. It's true. Oh, yesterday I was on uh Booblets. Uh, podcast. Oh hell yeah! The art of booming. The art of booming. I was like, is this uh, the art of booming? Is I actually was like, was it, what's this called? The art of booming. It's a bunch of boomers. <laughs> oh, I thought maybe it was just going to be like a every episode is somebody's uh, story of the last time they did mushrooms. Oh, the art of booming. You know, because that's what people call them. They call them boomers. You know, that's what I mean? right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That would yeah. maybe that podcast already exists. I don't it's know. good. It's absolutely good, <laughs> for sure. Uh, would it be a good podcast? <laughs> Probably, actually. But yeah, I I did that, and that was that was fun. It was funny. Um, it, like the energy was kind of low in the beginning. Because we know each other, like Dan and I know each other, but yeah. it's not... But you're not like... Super close. Well. Yeah. 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 So it was like that... that you, Yeah, you had to tread the awkward waters for a few minutes. Yeah. And, and then, then he said, uh, <laughs> he's like, you're a podcaster. Have you ever had somebody bomb on your podcast? I was like, oh my God, is that what you're saying right now? Oh. And I was like, uh, yeah, for sure, dude. It's happened. Ugh. I hope that's not oh, what this man. is. But no, and that's then that's 100% not what it was. But I'm still saying, oh man, because I want to 
you know. Because it's, it's such an awkward feeling. Well, yeah, and you... Because we're literally recording a podcast. Well, and, and it's you also. <laughs> it's it's not... You know that's what I mean? true. Like, you would do that. You would be the person who was afraid of that. Yeah, that's true. Like, if somebody said, to, you know, to me, like, is some, you know, have you ever bombed on a podcast? I'd be like, of course. <laughs> you know? But, like, in your case, you're like, fuck. Like... What, I what podcasts have you been on besides all of mine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know that I have been on any uh-huh. other podcast, but well, I've certainly bombed on yours before. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely I've need bombed to change on this that. fucking pop- podcast before, dude. When I get way too fired up, yeah, and then everyone's like, "All right, he's a big man." You think that's bombing? I don't know. I'm just self pitying. You know, I'm super good sure, at it. Sure, sure. It really pisses people off, too. People are like, why do you cut yourself down? And I'm like, what? <laughs> because then I can't get you to feel bad for me. I think, well, I mean, comics, we have to do it because it, it keeps your ego in check. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, actually, I, I'd heard this used for another scenario, but I feel like it's really applicable here. It's like when, like, bombing is the uh, ego equivalent of, like, handing somebody a snow globe because you love it and you're proud of it and then them throwing it on the ground and you being like Uh, i can literally never put this back together and and you have to explain to them why it was so cool and they're looking at this pile of shit on the ground and there's no convincing yeah you have to be like dude (laughs) do you know who made that and they're like no the Chinese? It doesn't. It doesn't matter now. It's, it's not even a thing anymore. Now it's just wet glitter and some glass. That's how a lot of stand-up sets end: is wet glitter and glass. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Are they three different things, or is it wet glitter and glass? Well, I suppose it could be three different things. Wet but like a- <laughs> glitter and glass. <laughs> So dumb. <laughs> it was funny. It was well done. But that, really maybe stupid. that's how the pitch meeting went. All right. Uh, <laughs> so everybody, welcome to the Hasbro uh, meeting. Uh, <laughs> Hasbro, right? Is that the toy company? Yeah, but why are there? They're not, All right. They don't uh, make so He Man is doing super great. Uh, what else do we got? <laughs> Tiffany, you uh, you're our new intern, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daryl. Daryl said you're going to dazzle us today? Yeah, just wait. So I have this super good idea. And <laughs> I just want... Okay, first of all, buckle up. Because this is going to blow your mind. Well, luckily we make buckles, so... <laughs> well, second of all, nobody's ever seen anything like this before. You know, in the middle of the summer when you're thinking, I wish I had a winter wonderland at my fingertips. Every time. Yeah. Well, now you can with the snow globe. Simply tip it upside down and watch your pseudo-universe inside the globe become a winter wonderland before your very eyes. Am I in Narnia? No, but you can be with our <laughs> Narnia edition snow globes. It's called the Lion, the Witch, and the Snow Globe. <laughs> <laughs> also, any relation to Donald Trump? Uh, yes, actually. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's my dad. I thought, you know... I could tell by your... Shut uh, the fuck up, okay? <laughs> You're making me look terrible. Don, happy to have you on the board. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm here for. Put America first. Make America great again. 
even though I love it's the 1980s. I love how his, love how his slogan is "Make America Great Again." Okay, and people scene. fucking hate this guy, right? Yeah. Okay, I get that. I understand people being real upset at the Donald. I get it. The guy's a doofus, right? He says really horrible things sometimes. He tweets really horrible things a lot. Yeah. He tweets really dumb shit all the time, too. Like when he yeah. just tweets in all caps and he says, law and order. And you're like, hey, man, you tweeted that 13 hours ago. Why are you <laughs> tweeting that again? Anyway, uh, I, I do find it really funny that his new slogan is MAGA 2020. People have been saying, keep America great. But like he's been putting MAGA 2020 on his own tweets, which is so funny because it's like, dude, your slogan before was MAGA. <laughs> so it's like, are we going to return stuff back to the way it was before you were president? Or what's, <laughs> what are you talking about? MAGA. And then he's like, we're going to make America great again again. Okay. Do you understand? Does that make sense to you? It's MAGA with two A's at the end. Okay. I just want him to make magma molten again, you know? M-M-M-A? Mm. <laughs> That's Tony Robbins again, sorry. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Not a huge fan of Tony. He's a nice guy. He's made a lot of money over his career. He's very inspiring. He does have really nice hands, I will tell you that. <laughs> He's strong. He's very strong. He makes a mean pork sandwich. Not a lot of people know that about him because I used to be so close with Tony Robbins. I used to go over to his house, he'd make his pork sandwiches, and he would say, Donald, I've never seen anyone eat this much pork. And I would say, you're absolutely right, Tony. I don't know a single person on earth who can eat this much pork. Anyway, all that to say, America is going to shit, okay? We're building a wall down at the border of Mexico and Texas, and right now we've got 450 miles of border built. And although... The whole wall is not built, and I promised that in my first term of president, it would be built. The liberal media and the liberals in Congress, in the House, in Congress, has spent so much time trying to dismount and dismantle the Donald in my campaign and the silent majority, which is the most powerful people in the world. <laughs> Anyways, so... I'm I'm not going to finish the wall in my first term, but it will be finished in the second term. <laughs> and you know who's going to pay for it? The liberals. So before, they said, there's no way you're going to get Mexico to pay for the wall. Okay? That's what they said. And they were right. And now, I'm just going to get the liberals to pay for the wall. Because everybody has to pay taxes. And we're paying for it with taxes. So, suck that, liberals. Okay? Is that too much Trump impression? No, I was going to say, uh, what do you have to say, uh, Donald, oh, yeah. about um, liberals uh, saying that they'll only pay for it in Bitcoin? Well, okay, so two things. One, Bitcoin, very strong currency. It's actually, <laughs> ever since COVID, the Bitcoin and Ethereum, and there's some other coins out there, we're actually <laughs> making uh, my own coin. It's called the Donald. And it's got me standing back to back with Scrooge McDuck on it. But at this point, the dollar is so abundant. And, you know, the United States and China have had so many problems. We just made so many bad deals over the course of the last 50 years. Okay. And nobody knows how to make a, a deal better than Donald Trump. <laughs> That's been said. They wrote books about it. Have you heard? Have you read the book, The Art of the Deal? Okay. Yes, I wrote the book. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. So anyway, so China... And Bitcoin are 
basically rivals. Okay. <laughs> uh, Donald. Yes. Is your blood sugar low? Yes. Would you like some McDonald's? Yes. Could you actually? Okay. Here's the deal. Okay, I'll take the McDonald's, <laughs> but and on two conditions. One, I will not be seen in a McDonald's. You must get me the McDonald's. Second of all, I like fillet of fishes, but it has to sit in the weird, warm, shower uh, post shower heat lamp light. <laughs> For long enough that it's become like kind of a lukewarm fish. That's the way I, I like my filet fish. Uh, what do you have to say about accusations of Tony Robbins strangling women by Lakeside? Okay, as I said before, <laughs> me and Tony used to be great friends. Now I think he's kind of a bad person. Okay, mostly because he's in bed with the liberal cuck media. Okay. <laughs> With that said, he does have very big hands, and I would know because I also have very big hands, okay? There is no one in America that has bigger hands than me, except maybe Tony Robbins. So, I don't care what you have to say about my hands, as long as China loses, okay? And we've made a lot of really bad deals over the course of the last 50 years, okay? And everyone in the world knows that there's nobody better and making a deal than me, Donald Trump. Okay, they wrote a book about it. It's called <laughs> The Art of the Deal. Have you read the book? Yes, several you should, times. You should read the book. You should buy the book. You should buy several, several copies of the book. Okay? You should encourage other people to buy several copies of the book. Okay. Okay. I could do this all day, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, have you seen the uh, the video of the guy shitting his balls out yet? What? I don't know if I'm excited or terrified. Can you be both? <laughs> Go ahead, hit the hit the thing. Oh God, no way this happened. What is this on? TikTok, Twitter. <laughs> okay, I thought I thought a guy literally shit so hard that his balls came out of his scrotum and out his ass, and I was like, dude, that's not possible. That that's insane? so fucking funny. He's got the saggiest of balls. Have you seen my balls? <laughs> Do your balls hang that low? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I used to bat wing all the time. So when you heard shitting on shitting out balls, you were like, I shit on my balls all the time. What? Oh, now? Yeah. No. What? No. Oh. I'm super confused. I was thinking that maybe Dumb. you thought that because you shit on <laughs> your balls so... Did that? He retweeted it. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. I saw that. They had that guy on the show. No way. Yeah. It's was it cool? Funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that super seems, surprising. Well, I don't know. Because I feel like doing that and then like it, like to record it and then like post it in slow-mo is like that's it takes a level of like it, you have to be completely unashamed of yourself. And well, all. he's a porn star. Oh, okay. That's so why his asshole's that. so clean. Okay, so there's that for sure. But also like like it's funny as hell. Like that's really funny. They know? point they, so they found out he in shit out his <laughs> balls, dude. That's funny. <laughs> they found out in the uh in the interview that um the reason why it seemed like so hasty, um, he did that on New Year's Eve when the ball dropped. <laughs> <laughs> like live? I guess. That's so funny. The balls drop. So he, he can stretch out his balls so much that he has stuffed his balls into his butt um, and been fucked in the butt. 
Oh no! Dude. With his balls in butt, dude. I, okay, there are a lot of things wrong with that. <laughs> but I feel like the worst thing about that is like, what if the friction like tears your bag away from your your stump? You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, dude. Well, I mean, I guess it's like part of his shtick. Like he just he has a like a he has a, a regimen. He, that he has does. a following. That following wants balls and ass. <laughs> so he 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 like stretches them out and gets them nice and malleable. Oh my and- <laughs> god, dude! It's horrifying, bro. He does he does uh, um, femdom videos where like chicks will step on his nuts and stuff. And so that's where it all no. started. Was he started stretching his his beanbag out to like deception wise, so he doesn't get his nuts squished so hard. Um. Jesus more room in the beanbag you know yeah dude because like the the wrong scenario and he ruptures a testy and that's from what i understand what did i there was like some they did like in jewels basically like they're they're like the pain scale i don't know what oh. they what they measure pain scale in or whatever but i think yeah. it's in jewels which is weird I, that, that could be so weird. fucking wrong but because I think that's an electricity thing, so I don't know why they would measure it. Right. In that. But, uh, like, giving birth is the reason people say it's, like, the most painful thing ever is because it's the st- sustained amount of time that mm. you're doing it. You know, it's like you could be in labor for 16 hours, which is horrifying, you know? Yeah. Now, getting kicked in the balls, they say, is, like, 200 times worse than, like, the peak level of pain from giving birth. Really? But the pain is like instantaneous and then it goes away and then you just get a stomach ache. Why why the stomach ache too? Uh I don't actually know. Isn't I think that weird? I think it's a reflex thing though. Oh, oh. I think it's like the the muscles and stuff down there like, Sure. and just like start to like try to suck your balls back in because yeah. they're trying to protect it. All of your intestines are trying to retreat cuz <laughs> yeah. So the like rupturing a testicle is like apparently too 200 times worse than getting kicked in the balls, which is like, that's like traumatizing pain. That's like pain. You never come back from. That's like, that's like pain. Like, like you go to Azkaban, you never come back the same. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, okay. So funny story about me getting hit in the balls. So I was at hockey practice many, many years ago, right? I was in high school. (laughs) The biggest human being I have ever played hockey with was out on the ice with us. Okay. Rips a clap bomb slap shot. Oh, I thought that was like stripper term. Like he started no, twerking started out on the ice. Just clapping his ass <laughs> and then shit midway through. It's called a clap bomb. <laughs> uh, so this guy just absolutely uncorks a slap shot, right? Okay. And I'm standing like near the net to try to tip the shot. Oh. Okay. Like redirected into the mm-hmm. net. Okay. And the shot is completely unredirectable. It is <laughs> coming straight for the fucking beanbag, right? <gasps> And you wear a nut cup playing hockey, right? Sure. But my balls were like hanging to the point that they were like, like the edge of the cup was like, like my, my balls were like here and here, right? Wow. And it hit me straight on the cup and I just went down, right? It just folded. Like, yeah. It was horrible. My coach comes skating over to me and he's like, come on, come here. And he, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, can't breathe I'm yeah. in so much pain you know puts his arms under or under my sh- like shoulders like in my armpits yeah and starts like lifting me up and dropping me on my ass 
and he does it like over and over and he's like this helps this helps this helps and i'm like this doesn't help this doesn't help this hurts he's like this is what you're supposed to do this helps and i'm like i'm hurting my balls more this is you're dropping <laughs> you're falling onto ice this it was so bad so painful i literally just skated off the ice and went home that sounds like a will ferrell movie <laughs> like was this helps horrifying god yeah. damn it that's funny yeah it was not cool Oh, I went to I went to school with a kid. Um, what's it called? Uh, tree shearing, like trimming trees. Yeah. Oh, okay. So out here, tree shearing is like a big thing. Okay. Yeah. Like Christmas sure. trees and shit. Like yeah. That. Yeah, that's a common job for high school and yeah. So so this young lad, um, I still don't really get how it happened, but the shear came down, ripped his pants, and cut his ball sack open. And he said, looking at his testicles, <laughs> out. <laughs> I didn't want to do it into the mic, but I wanted to. You know what I mean? That actually scared me. I actually jumped a little bit because I it was horrifying. <laughs> the guy cut his bag open. Yeah, and he said he could he could see the the one testicle. Could he see sure. his vas deferens? I don't know. I mean, he could should have asked. You're seeing something, right? Yeah. yeah. If it's hanging out there. I wonder what color they are. That's a great question. You think they're milky white? No, I think they're. Because uh, have you seen bull testicles? Yeah, they're probably the same side or the same color as the inside of your body. It's probably. Yeah. It's muscle. <laughs> Is it though? Yes. Isn't it an organ? No, it's muscle. Your testicles? They are an organ. I think you're right. hundred percent. They're your reproductive organ. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You can't really flex your liver, you know. But I can, I can flex my nuts. Yeah, but that's not your nuts that you're flexing. Did you're, you know that not everybody can do that? Not everyone can make their balls move up and down. Does it take like a strong prostate or something? I, I don't know. Like flex. Aren't you, don't you, isn't you, isn't flexing, like doing that, isn't that you just like kind of flexing your taint? Um, I don't know. It makes my balls go up. So maybe, I don't know if your taint is, I don't know is that like, ever a, like a crane operator. I, I, I like, can tell you this. Rah, I, rah. Maybe I've tried and I didn't know I was trying because I didn't know that was doing that, but I've never like looked at myself in the mirror and like flexed and like tried to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Honey, I'm at two centimeters. But I, I was at a I was on a choir trip and um, <laughs> like Ace Ventura there. Yeah, or what? I <laughs> <laughs> but I I was singing and somebody was like, "Do your balls go up when you sing really high?" And I was like, "Yeah, sometimes." And I looked at these two other guys and they're like, "What the f- what?" And I was like, "You guys can't can't make your balls move." And they were like upset that I was even talking about it. How, Griff, how could you? You are disgusting. In these great halls of the Malacca High School. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the oxymoron in that sentence. (laughs) These great halls of Malacca High School. Yeah. They had, I don't know if they still have it, but they have that wolf that's in the. I've never been to Malacca. Like that maybe hacky you'd... I suppose maybe I could have played in Malacca, but I don't don't recall ever having played in Malacca. But anyways, their uh, their high school, there's a a big wolf 
Yeah. Stuffed wolf. The Malacca wolves. But the funny thing is, a lot of them say wolf instead of wolf. You know why? Why? Because Malacca. <laughs> <laughs> Am I about to say something that's going to get people in the I'm just like making faces. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, what are you going to say, buddy? <laughs> I shit on Malacca all the time. Get it. Okay. Because I was just going to say it's probably not... They're probably not the brightest. It's the methadone clinic of Princeton. Like it actually is, or are you just... No, I'm just saying. Oh, like, <laughs> that's funny, though. That's everybody looks like they're, they have a hangover. Everyone looks like they're drowning in their, in their corn t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I, I don't like that town Jean-Co at all. jeans. Yeah. I don't like that town one bit. That's fair. That's totally fair. There's some towns that I don't like that are mostly hockey towns, actually. Aren't they all hockey towns in this in, great state of Wisconsin? <laughs> fuck Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Not all of them I would consider hockey towns. Like Hopkins is like a basketball town, you know, because mm. they have like the best basketball team. In it's them. a little on the nose, eh? Hop. Okay. By that logic, they'd be a jump rope town or uh no it's or a you, skateboard you hop town. i don't know sure okay we'll give it to you i'll, I'll okay. right isn't that called a hop up no it's called a layup you dunce <laughs> pass me the rock i'm gonna do a hop up uh i played basketball uh, that when sounds I was like a kid. that sounds like you're about to do some crack is what that <laughs> sounds like pass me the rock i'm about to get hopped up dog <laughs> that is Zip. exactly what it sounds Zip. like <laughs> dude did you watch have you seen trailer park boys I've I've seen a episode. Every time I do like a J Rock impression, I'm like hoping that you know that I'm doing J Rock. Zip thing is that yeah, what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Zip. <laughs> Zip. He's one of my favorite lines by him. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he gets a job at the airport with his friend Tyrone <laughs> because they can't be rappers anymore because they're both having kids. <laughs> With two different women, and they don't know whose is whose because they've both been banging the two ladies, so they're just going to be co-dads. And so so him and Tyrone get a job at the airport to steal from people, like steal their luggage, and then sell it in their trailer. That's awesome. <laughs> and he's like walking through the trailer, he's like... Check out all this dope shit, ma. It's all from. And he like picks it up and there's like a miniature disco ball. <laughs> He's like, it's all from Europe. And he like spins <laughs> the dude. It's so funny. Europe. Oh, it's all from Europe. Love it. Yeah. Anyway, you that were sounds saying. right up my alley. Oh, no, I, was, I, was, I was just going to say uh, I played basketball as a kid. And, Did uh, you know? Yeah. I actually really? uh, check out my scored the pit. I scored the winning field goal in the uh, basketball hoops when I was I don't know like ten some bullshit. We had one insanely good kid on our team, and okay. the it was it was like the Detroit Pistons versus the Bulls back in the nineties. Okay, like they just kept pummeling our one good player, our our albino Michael Jordan, and uh, they were Dude, so that was dis- such a good reference. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Can you name one of the players yeah. from Detroit that would beat up on Michael Jordan? Rashid Walaria. No. <laughs> that was, no. Rash- 
Rashid Wallace, but yeah. he, but that's years later. Do, honestly, <laughs> just give it a shot. Just like give okay, it a okay. shot. Uh, there's Ooh. that that one guy with the uh, w- like that Michael Jordan still hates to this day. It's uh, Marushka Hargitay. No, it's Isaiah Thomas. But Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, there we okay, go. Okay, so. Uh, and then there's the goggle guy from the Pistons. Yeah. Do you mean Richard Hamilton who wore a face mask? Yeah. He was also no. later. He played no. with he played with Rashid Wallace and Ben Wallace. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And on the I think they were the 04 Pistons was the Pistons that like they were going to possibly win another championship. I see. Okay, so the correct answer would have been like Bill Lambeer. Or the low-hanging fruit answer, um, which, I, I mean, is it is it Dennis um, Rodman? Man. Yeah, my favorite player ever. Yeah, that was like not fun for you. It just it, like, you looked humiliated. Don't be hum- t- Poppy, come here. It's okay. Oh, your cold, clammy hands. Yeah, dude. I have, Get I, some circulation, I, dude. I have fucking Raynods, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like such an alien. Yeah. It sounds like it it's sounds not, like what Scientologists are trying to get out of you. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You know what sounds way worse though? That is an a less afflicting condition that I have. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> is that right next to the Schlondpufa? That sounds like a Dutch di- dessert. <laughs> Welcome to Amsterdam. <laughs> we <laughs> Would you like some Schlondbuffen? Oh, uh, uh, hi, I'm obviously American because I'm better than you. Uh, is there mm. anything you recommend on the menu uh, here? Well, you could either have the Schlondbuffen <laughs> or the Dietzel or the Schnitzel or the Wiener Schnitzel, which is very German. <laughs> <laughs> but who gives a fuck? <laughs> Uh, Schlondpufa is from, uh, Barbie, actually. What? There's, there was like a Barbie cartoon. <laughs> Bar- Barbie goes to the red light district. It's like they're toys, but they, they're, it's like, it's like the fourth wall oh, is broken down. Car- it, oh, it was an actual cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That Lelia Bedelia no, like yeah, to watch. I know what you're talking about. There's a super funny point where Ken is trying to put together the toy car for her, for Barbie. And he can't find the golden schlondpufa, <laughs> which is apparently a part of the instructions. And he's just, him running around going, where's the schlondpufa? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But it's stuck with me to this day. Yeah, as it should, because that's fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Eurovision Fire Saga? I have not. Caitlin and I have scrolled past that a few times, and we've both been like, should we? And then we don't. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's basically, I've said this about Adam Sandler a bazillion times, but that dude kind of gave up on his career for a while and just knew that he could make money off of movies. So just constantly hired his friends and was like, where would be, where would it be cool to shoot a movie? Yeah. How how can I have an excuse to go somewhere cool with my friends? Can we go to Fiji? (laughs) Like... And that's what this movie felt like is because Will Ferrell uh, produced and co-wrote it with another guy. And it's like, dude, you is just... Is Adam McKay behind that one or no? 
No, it's the guy because they've done a lot together. The guy who did um, the guy who directed um, old school. But anyways, okay. Um, yeah, it just seemed like Will Ferrell wanted to just fucking go on a European road trip, basically. That's pretty funny. And uh, they, it's all based in like Iceland is I've, their like, town. When I the first like commercial I saw for the, the preview I saw for it, just to me it felt like it was going to be just like a shitty Blades of Glory and like Blades of Glory. Mm. Blades of Glory to me, I think, is the most un- underrated Will Ferrell movie. Pretend, <clears throat> pretend that it's your friend who got to do this really fun thing, and you're like, good for you, man. That's that looks like so much fucking fun. Like that's what it felt like because it's a, a lot of it is a musical, really. And so you're just really? like, man, this is the people of. Okay, that's sweet. Of, so you're just having a blast. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's I'm, I'm very pro Will Ferrell. So yeah, and he does the classic like. I feel like he invented that like um, that awkward. Like you're breaking down the fourth wall, but you're not at the same time. Somebody will say something and rather than it being a part of the the script, for some reason, that person questions the thing and everybody's like, no, that's, I don't understand what you're saying at all. Like, uh, what's the fucking Talladega Nights when Sasha Barra Cohen slams him on the pool table and is trying to get him to say he loves crepes. Yeah. And they're doing like the, wait, are crepes just those really thin pancakes? Yeah, there's just really thin pancakes. Oh, just say you love really thin pancakes. Like that kind of like, it it, it doesn't match really the scene. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. I thought you meant like confronting. Because when you said like breaking down the fourth wall, it was like to me, like I thought kind of like what you meant was like he would almost address the viewer. Oh, sure. Yeah, and I've I've never been able to accurately describe it, but like that kind of like I get what I yeah. totally and I tend to agree with you, I think. I don't know for sure cuz I haven't seen enough like comedy or like that kind of stuff from back in the day. Yeah. If that makes sense. Well, you think about like Superbad was basically modeled after it was like a high school version of Anchorman in so many ways as far as yeah. the dialogue went. Yeah. Dude, Superbad was so good. So God, that good. movie's funny. Oh, man. I love... I, I I watched a bunch of the interview circuit that they did, and the way that Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill described what the movie was really about was like, it's just these two friends, and they're trying to come to terms with the fact that they're not going to go to the same school. It's like, no, nobody who watched that movie would say Ever, that yeah. that's... <laughs> yeah. What if, what, did they do that like in jest? Were they no. like joking? They were serious. They were serious. Like that's, that's why they liked the movie so much. It was because the undertone of the whole thing, like Jonah Hill is agitated a lot of the time because Michael Sears is going to go to a fancy school and like this whole breaking up the band thing. And that's why I like that scene where they're drunk in his basement and he does the boop. He boops him on the nose and like it seems like they reconciled. That's that is an abs- uh, an absurd proposition. <laughs> the reason that movie is so funny is because of McLovin. Yeah. I mean, and Joe uh Joe Lo Truglio, who plays uh Boyle in Brooklyn Nine Nine, is at the party when Jonah's like stealing the beer and putting it in the <laughs> 
He's like the guy with the lisp, you know? Yeah, I know what you're that talking about. That guy's funny as shit. He's in Pineapple Express too, right? Uh, I don't think so. He might be. Right? Isn't he the teacher that... Uh, yep. Yeah. He is. Heard that. Wish I didn't hear that. <laughs> Definitely heard that. So good. Uh, That's yeah. also a very, very funny movie. Yeah. But you think about that too, like the way that Seth Rogen started mm-hmm. to do his films. like that. Well, Seth Rogen is just... That dynamic was so created yeah. around that kind yeah. of yeah, that Absolutely. type of writing. Dude, that's really interesting that you... Part of me thinks maybe Sandler, though, was pre-Will Ferrell, but I don't know that he does that. His, his, his version of it was he brushed it off really quick. Like, it was a really quick thing. And then he would yeah, he didn't leave like immerse himself in the ridiculous. Yeah, I get what you're saying. He it's would like walk away from the person and then that person would then do one more thing. Like they would always have the last word. Yeah. Sandler yeah. is getting out of there awkwardly. Yeah. And that person right. has the thing. Right. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Walk away. Shooter McGavin. No. Exactly. Bingo. Wow, dude. That like, was perfectly uh, described. Well done. Little Nicky. I fucking hated that movie. I turned that movie off. It's one of the few movies. Have you seen I've done the, the nipple rubbing? Nope. Scene though. So he's learning to fly, you know, Foo Fighter. This he's he's going up this this apartment building and this yeah. dude is rubbing his nipples. And he's like, Oh, sorry. He's like, Oh no, you're fine. He's like, I gotta go. Good luck with the nipple rubbing. And then he goes away and then the guy goes, Oh, I don't need luck. I'm good. <laughs> Okay. And so that, yeah, that type of shit. Yeah, for sure. That happens a lot in that, in Sandler stuff. God, that's good, man. Well done. Dude, fucking A, that happens so many times in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Just in Happy Gilmore alone. You know, when the doctor's like, you know, you're going to have to like rest after he gets hit by the car in the fairway, you know, and he's oh. like, no, screw that. I got to finish this tournament or I got to win this thing. And then he gets up and the doctor's like, okay. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm just a doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens so many times, and it's not just with Sandler either. It happens with Shooter all the time, too, when Shooter walks away, and he's like, hey, Shooter, <laughs> want to go to Red Lobster? My dream. <laughs> I say that all the time when I'm golfing. <laughs> Someone will be, like, walking away. I'll, like, say something stupid or, like... We'll be like walking in the same direction and then they'll go start walking to their ball. And I'll start walking to my ball and I'll like turn around. Hey, want to go to Red Lobster? My treat. They're like, the fuck are you talking about? I love, I love quoting that movie. That's one of the most quotable, like in its actual, uh, in the thing it's mocking. Yeah. Like movies ever. Yeah. Well, and the, how about a warm glass of shut the hell up? Yeah, for sure. That's there's so many great lines in that movie. Yeah. But like a lot of the golf course lines are to this day quoted like in every single round of golf. Like every group on the course is at some point during the day quoting Happy Gilmore. You know what I just thought of? Tony Robbins is in Happy Gilmore. He's the guy with the nail in his head. <laughs> 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 right what's, what's his name in the movie does he have a real name yeah it's mr something oh yeah you're right how's the uh <laughs> thing doing oh terrific <laughs> Dale comes out next week 
Hey, Shooter, aren't you forgetting something? <laughs> Dude, I love that. So, um, there's a guy, Joey Molinaro. Uh, for, he he works at Barstool, but he's been doing like video clips for like a long time. And the other day, Patrick Mahomes got a new contract for $500 million. Is he a soccer player? He's a quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. Just won the Super Bowl and the MVP. So he gets this new contract, and Joey tweets, well, good for Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh. Really good tweet. That's very funny. Yeah. I, I love that fucking movie. God damn it. I could quote that the rest of today. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I quote all the time, when things are going wrong, mm-hmm. um, Kim will be like, you know, the dishwasher's broken. I I still have to do another load of laundry. And then I'll go, our pet's heads are falling <laughs> off. <laughs> I love when you say that. That's also one of those movies that, like, it just, it's habitually quoted. At this point, like, people don't quote those movies like that. I feel like, I feel like every, not every, but a lot of Jim Carrey movies, a lot of Sandler movies, a lot of Will Ferrell movies yeah. are just like, they're what just. Movies, what movies, what do people quote anymore? What do you mean? Like, I don't know what people are saying. I don't have my ear to the ground anymore. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, probably TikTok or something. I don't have my taint on the railroad track. <laughs> Is that something people do? Yeah, for sure. To make sure a train's not coming? Well, Something's coming. It's called. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I was going to say it's called I'm coming. Something's coming. It's a totally different type of train spotting. We're like, dude, have you seen train (laughs) spotting two yet? Uh Uh-uh. The only thing I've ever seen from the original train spotting is when he sinks into the floor. And then when that dude fucking moitas that guy with the um uh that glass yeah. mug in the bar. Uh you should see both of those movies. I know. They're really tough to watch. I know. The first one is horrifying. You know what's super funny? Have you seen Requiem for a Dream? Yeah, a lot of it. That's Jared Leto and Sigourney Weaver and um I think uh Liz Tomlin. Sigourney Weaver really in it or are you I was like, I don't think she's in it. <laughs> Ripley? That one lady that never ages is in it, though. Fucking, uh, y- you know, uh, Dracula? Yeah, no. Dracula ages. He looks terrible. Um, He's but, 500 years old. Give him a fucking break. That's pal. true. That is unfair of me. Jennifer Conley. There we okay, go. Let's see her. Oh, I was wrong. Oh, yeah, I was wrong. Who else? What else is she in? She's in a ton of stuff. A Beautiful Mind. Have you seen that movie? Heave, cry, dude. (laughs) Whoa. Waterworks. Yeah. I cried. The first time I saw that, I legitimately like had uh, had had, like some time for myself. When I watched it, Kim was going to school for mental health and she was like that's not what it's like i was like well it's a movie she ruined a beautiful mind for you well yeah kimothy (laughs) it was fresh in her mind because she's going to school yeah for sure but so the the paranoia thing 
is yes. incredibly real. It is it is that real. Right. But as far as how vividly you can see a person, apparently it's not it's not exactly like that. Well, that's why they say voices in your head, not people in your eyes. Yeah. I have people in my eyes. Also, Kim always tells me not to put it in her eyes. Your people? My people. <laughs> I go, here come the people. <laughs> you say, you go, uh, you go, uh, this is the church. This is, this the, is the, the quibble. This is the steeple. Open the doors. And this is my people. <laughs> open open the doors how, and uh, and see all the people. Open the doors and line doctors. <laughs> Do you know the guy who plays him? Yeah, uh, Jerry West. No, Jerry West was literally a basketball player. But he he plays What's Fry. Yeah. What's his name? It's something West, I think. I don't think so. Okay. Happy to be wrong. I'll look it up. Prove me. Uh, Fry. He literally recorded it with his hand over his mouth like this. Have, like have you watched um, I Know That Voice? Yeah, dude. Great documentary. But also, there, a lot of the people are so fucking pretentious. Boy, did that piss me off. I talked to one of the guys that was... Like the guy who played Porky Pig? Yes, that's the guy that I talked to. He's a pretentious twat. Hey, guy. Hey, guy. For sure, undoubtedly, go... <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> that guy sucks. Like the way the way he says he's like, and I have the best job security in the world because nobody else in the world can do that. Yeah. When he says like the porky pig thing, it's like, oh, cool. You sound like a, f- you, you're the best at being a cartoon pig with a stutter. Congratulations, chief. Like I get that it's acting, dude, but. Yeah, but at the end of the porky day. porky pig, man. <laughs> What's his name? Tim Cummings or something? The guy who plays Tigger. That guy seems really cool. He seems like a really nice guy. Oh, shit. You were right. Billy West. Yeah. His last name was West. All God, right. he looks terrible now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Does it look like somebody left him out in the sun too long or what? <laughs> Let's see it. Whoa. He looks like Zoidberg. <laughs> He's got, you know, there you go. <laughs> He's got crow's feet oh, in his eyes. Good Lord. And anyway, so fucking there's some there's some of those guys seem cool yeah, and gals yeah. i should say like the lady who plays all the rugrats yeah seemed very cool yeah um john dimaggio ball is player. the god of all gods yeah seems like a total ball player yeah he uh he's in a lot of shit though yeah him and billy west are both in disenchantment also yes yeah god almighty i love that show i i cried watching that uh, which part? When Elfo? Yep. Super like, tough to watch. It was... But it's also so beautiful at the same time. It like, throws me off when shows that, like, seemingly aren't that deep, by the end of it, become super deep, and you're like, how, how did that, you like, do that to me? Is that, like, your adventure time thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I... Because that show is really, like, what they say, it's about alcoholism. Um... Disenchantment. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It which, very much so. Which is like, it's obviously it's silly as fuck, but then, yeah, by the end you're like, oh, sh- wow. Yeah. It's wow. super, it's a tough show to watch if like you're not 
able to watch something that's supposed to be funny and also like feel at the same time. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't able to do that. So they can't separate it. So then they say like, I didn't think it was that funny. And you're like, well, it's not supposed to be all funny. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, I don't know. Dude, my, I think the greatest of all of those moments in TV history is. How come you don't want me, man? I know, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I've cried more than once to just the clip on YouTube of that. <laughs> if I need to get a good cry in, sometimes oh. I'll just turn that clip on just to start things off. Yeah. Whew. I'm getting the chills right now. Yeah. It. The how come he don't want me no more? Yeah. It sounds stupid when I say it like that. But yeah, but that's... How come he doesn't want me anymore is... That that was so real, so heavy. God, so mad. And I watched um, him talking about filming that scene, and how um, God, I wish I could remember that guy's name who plays uh, Phil Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he uh, he didn't know that he was going to be able to like get upset. He didn't think he was going to be able to cry and like have it be convincing. Yeah. And uh, I forget, I wish I could remember how he said it, but. That 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 actor, the guy that plays Uncle Phil, gave him some advice, and then he did that. And when Phil pulled him in, apparently on set, he goes, "You did it." Oh man, that's so cool! Yeah, who's cutting onions in here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude. That's there's. I think the the one for me, maybe. Ah, I don't know. Actually, you know what, dude? I just had a moment in Shit's Creek that uh I heard there's some deep uh some deep moments in that bro. show. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> so David in the show. Okay. Who is so Eugene Levy and Daniel Levy. Levy? Levy? Is it Levy? Levy? Always Levy. Okay, so be nicer about it, though. <laughs> so Eugene Levy and his son Daniel Levy wrote and directed the show together. Oh. Right? Yeah. So, and they're both in the show, obviously. Yeah. And he plays da- uh, David's dad in it. Oh, uh, they actually, oh, I see. Awesome. Yeah, like it's there. And so they're all, all their interactions are hilarious. But anyway, so David is um, by in the show. Okay. And uh, he starts dating this guy who is like brand new to the game. If Mm. you get what I'm saying, right? Dated women his whole life. Yeah. Uh, And so the guy is like hiding his sexuality from his parents. Mm -hmm. Like hasn't brought it up. Hasn't brought up the fact that him and David who own a store together and like all this stuff. It's like a, that they're dating. And Mm then, uh, the, uh, they like go to this, diner for a surprise party for his uh david's boyfriend and um he they're like is there something you want to tell us and like their parents had found out earlier by accident but they like still don't want to take away this moment from him you know Mm -hmm. and he's like it's so hard why is it so hard and the mom's like you can tell us anything and you know that we'll love you no matter what and then he like tells him like david isn't just my business partner whatever he's also my partner partner and then like the dad is like 
so proud of you. Like I'm like, you know, like it, dude, it's, I cried so hard. It was like the most <laughs> like touching moment. And then right after that, like when the episode ends, there's like, if you or someone, you know, is struggling with coming out to oh. their family, and they like show the like helplines and stuff. And I was like, this is fucking beautiful. This is the world needs more of this shit. Yeah. Just be helpful. Just be kind, be helpful, be loving. Those three things will make the world a better place. If everyone on earth was, was nicer, nicer, more helpful, and, and loved, loved more, more the, the world, world would be, be good. good. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop being black olives. Oh, I thought you were going to say stop being black. <laughs> I was like, Chris, they can't do that. <laughs> Wait, what? They can't turn. I thought you were going to say. Well, Sammy Sosa did it. Okay. Right? And well, he's like Dominican, so. Dominicans can be black. Yeah, but he's like, are you saying he's white now? Are you are you not up to speed on on white Sammy Sosa? Oh, holy cow. Yeah, he did the procedure. Oh, boy. Yeah. Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> or Samuel. Yeah, Honky Sosa. Oh. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, oh. I uh I didn't uh, I didn't know that about Samuel. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, now uh, I kind of forgot what I was saying. Well, you said don't why don't stop be black, being black olives. olives. Disgusting. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah. See, here's my and this is about to get way too real. Okay. So buckle up cuz your buddy is about to drop some truth that's going to be maybe painful and hard to swallow. Like for you, black olives um your cause and your approach to making that cause a reality Uh uh-huh uh are both equally important yes in the path to claiming civil rights if that makes sense or in oh you know what i'm saying both both the path you take and the, the reason for taking the path are equally important to get to the goal. Okay, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know it sounds shitty. It's very teetering on a side that I'm not sure you agree with. Go go more. It is equally in my opinion. I, I get should be that clear part, about this. but more about like do you have an example? Yeah. Okay. But the world's going to hate me for saying this. So I don't think wreaking havoc on the world is the way to get people to show you more love. Oh, we've talked about this. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So just be kinder. Yeah. Now, everyone be kinder. Not just the people with the cause. The people who are some for some fucking reason opposed to the cause. Also be way fucking kinder. You know, just be nice. Just be nice to people. Yeah. Good things happen to you and to others when you are nice. For Period. sure. End of story. Yes. Get but also. Way too fired up. Historically speaking. Hasn't it, worked that yeah. way. <laughs> right. 100%. And I get that. I think like the thing that we think that separates us from the animal kingdom is this concept of morality and justice and fairness. Yeah. I mean collectively i would yeah. say that's like the consensus right so yeah. like we th- we think that because we have the cognitive awareness well it's free will because we have free will 
we also have the balance of morality and immorality. Yeah. Well, so it's it's the the as soon as you learn so like the the biggest flaw in the concept of absolute morality is the second that you are aware of an immoral thing and you don't act on it the morality is goes right back to being relative rather yeah. than an absolute. I'm also not like pro absolutism. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. But anyways, so like in It's really a scale balancing morality and empathy. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes the scale's balanced, you know? And other times one outweighs the other. Yeah. But yeah, so I I think and what I was trying to say was that because we think that we're elevated and that we should know better in these certain instances, yeah, that because we've known better for so long that we then know, okay, I know that this is, why are you even, why, why do you even care about, like, I remember my dad saying, um, he didn't get why people even cared about getting married when it came to same sex marriage. Like when all of the voting was going on, cause he's a lovable guy and doesn't give a shit, but because of his religion, he has like kind of, it was kind of trepid in the, in the thing. Yeah. Um, and he was like, what's, what's it even matter? You know, if marriage is not that great anyways. And it was trying to be like dismissive of it right. in, in a comical way that he right. tries to right. do. Right. And I was like a lady that we work with, had a partner who was in the hospital and she couldn't do anything on her behalf. She had to do it at the behest of that person's family who fucking hated her, but she knew what her partner actually wanted and couldn't do the thing. It's moments like that. And so there, there are these like, yeah, it's more of it. it, It's there's, there's the logistic side of marriage that helps you not just have the person's back emotionally, but like the physical, like yeah, taking action to have their back that people didn't have access to, like you said, like yeah. to be able to take care of the person. Well, and we, we've never, like he and I had never been put in a situation like that. We you know. Your dad didn't get married. <laughs> we, we knew that if something happened to, if something happened to Kim, I, I say what I say goes. If something happens to my mom, what he says goes. So we know that we have their back. Right. So we have no idea what that feeling of like true helplessness when it comes to the person that you're devoted to. Right. And when you, so when you start to bring the gravity of that, I think like people try to be dismissive of anxiety and the role that it plays in certain things. Like the anxiety okay. that comes with that concept yeah. is a way for you to then really feel the gravity of why any movement is important. Yeah. Like, like those types of things. So if you're dismissive in the sense that like everybody should, you know, just love and, and this and that, like oh, you, I you gotta, yeah. you gotta throw the shit side of it in there too. Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's. It's easy to do the the nice things for, you know, cis bifocal guys like us, but do the nice things for everybody is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cuz there's we don't have as much skin in the game. Right. Well, and be universally nice and understanding. Yeah. Just so do that. Just and, don't don't ignore how shitty that feels. Right. Take it in, soak it up. 
I mean, don't let it ruin your fucking day, but like that shit is super important, I think. Yeah, I agree. I also think it's important, though, to like practice the same level of empathy for everyone in a situation. For sure. And I think that oftentimes, especially in today's world, it's really easy to just dismiss people as like bigots and racists and homophobes and whatever when they're not you just use that term to like label somebody as something to take them down remove whatever power they have you know silence them whatever Mm -hmm. that is i don't think that that's good either you know because it's like do you want to radicalize people that's how you do it you shit all over them sure and you take away their voice (laughs) until they can find a group that listens to their voice and then they go to another group and that other group just happens to be people that also align themselves with shittier shitty and shittier people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like the further you go in that game, like nobody's untouchable, you know? And like, but there, there are groups that have been proven to be snuffed out as long as the pressure is kept on them. So in that, in that regard, people like that's, I feel bad that like it, what you want to be as just a normal, right. Then becomes your life. Like that would suck. I would not want anything that I like care about to be, to feel like a survival need every single day of my life. Like that. I have to go out, make sure there's no, there's nobody that hates yeah. guys with ponytails. I don't know. Like, right. Well, we all do. We, we just, all hate them. I, yeah. I, I told Kim I want to shave my fucking head. And she's like, don't you do it. And I was like, okay, well, stop calling me Jessica. And <laughs> we stop, stop grabbing it when you're banging my ass. <laughs> <laughs> also, are my balls in there? <clears throat> but you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, just wanting to be the same then it has to be a part of your every fucking day. Seems like it would be a nightmare, but there's people who have had to do that. Like civil rights people, they are a civil rights activist until the day they die. Right. Like they never live it down. Like anytime that those people are noted, like it's from then on out, that's who you are and that's who you have to be. That fucking sucks. Right. Because then people who are bigoted come at you and you're not even looking for it anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's like, you know, the, what I, I think the reason I get so frustrated by the use of those as like labels to like silence people and whatever mm-hmm. is like sometimes it's warranted. And now because it's used on everybody, like you're not. It's like it's the same thing as like calling someone a Nazi. That's not like actually a Nazi. It's like you know, real Nazis killed six million Jews. You know what I'm saying? They were horrifying fucking people, you know, and did some absolutely heinous to the point that more millions of people died because might have been an ass dial. That was weird. Uh, I don't know. That's that's all I'm saying. Is Today's it just, not Thursday, is it? No, it's uh, it's Wednesday. OK, but that's that's what get that's what frustrates me. It's like, you know, real bigotry exists <clears throat> and like to be a bigot is one thing. And I discourage it it's not good it's not healthy it doesn't like make the world a better place 
Yeah. And like do your best to like not be closed minded and understand that other people have plights that you can't possibly understand. So yeah. you just need to give people grace and the freedom to think the way they think and um, encourage them to be themselves, you know? Yeah. But also like telling somebody that you don't agree with something that they're saying doesn't make you a bigot. You know what I'm sure. saying? I think it's frustrating, especially from your perspective, because if everyone was like you, then everything would be fine because you know what your intent is and you know what you bring to the table for both sides of things. So it's like, it's, that's, that's such a, and I, I get that because it's so frustrating to, if everyone was like me, we'd need to double our fire departments because <laughs> half my life, everything in my life is on fire. And the other half of my life, I'm just not anxious. I, I just mean in intent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, that and that's what's frustrating and that's why when people say not all cops right not right. all cops are bad guys right not all men that that whole thing it's like yeah because you're a good person yeah and so it's hard to imagine the like evil that's out there yeah like you can't grasp well, so like to that point though con- not to like full-blown contradict you because i get what you're saying like 100 percent I'm yeah, on board with that sentiment, but also like, I I think it it hurts the intent of the message. You know what I'm saying? This is the cause and the method to get there. You know, it's like yeah, if you say like people say like you know not all men are bad, and then people are like, well, you're the problem. You know, and you're like, am I the problem or are bad men the problem? Yeah, <laughs> because like, you know what I mean? Like you're you you piss people off, you turn people off, and it's people that you could easily. Bring right on over to your side. See, and that's what I mean. You are accepted by so many groups. Like you are, a, you're such an easy person to get along. With. Well, so fucking what if I skateboarded <laughs> in eighth grade, dude? <laughs> Fuck off. But I mean, it. So that that's where the frustration I, I, I think comes from is because you know how to reach both sides. You know, you know what it takes, and it's it doesn't feel like much. And you know what every, I mean? Like, I guess so. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like I live in my brain, so I don't know. <laughs> I try to be empathetic and see yeah. like, okay, I get where like somebody can't possibly bridge the gap between themselves and the other side because like their belief system is so far away from what this person might believe. But there are instances where like, I can't relate. You know sure. what I mean? Like I can't, like I can't bridge that gap. I'm like, how do you guys not see that you're just doing the exact same thing to each other well but that so just sit down and put an egg salad sandwich between you <laughs> and you'll both you'll realize you have way more in common than you think because either you're both going to eat that egg salad or you're neither going to eat that egg salad Ugh. and i think the answer is probably neither don't no stop, you eat egg salad stop. in the comfort of your own home you eat you it in the bathroom where that shit belongs. <laughs> the bathroom of an, of an airplane. That's what you do. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, that that's what I like. That's that's what I see in you is because I think in in not that you understand I think part of you like the coach in you too, everybody slaps hands at the end of the game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Slap hands. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I definitely get that. That's a really good way, or uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because like I, you're forced, you're you are by the actions you take, not just in principle. 
you're literally forced to shake hands with the enemy. Yeah. And you have to do it to every enemy. And then you have to not fucking beat the shit out of them or get your shit pounded in, you know, depending yeah. on who it is. Wow. Maybe that's it, man. Maybe that's fucking it. Maybe that's a secret. <laughs> Everybody, put your kids in contact sports. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I I think you're right. I just I I get so uh lost like trying to I don't know. If if I had it my actual way, I would just shit all over everyone. Yeah. You know, on social media like right now and just be like, "You guys are all idiots." Just so you know, <laughs> all of you. Not some of you, yeah. not one side of you. You're all fucking idiots. Yeah. You know why? Cuz you're doing it on Facebook. That's why. <laughs> Get the fuck off Facebook. That's what blows my mind. Is like when people are like, like I hate the term keyboard warrior because it's like yeah. it, it's it's such a good term. It's like a per, yeah. it's the perfect term. That is exactly what they are. Yeah, but it makes it sound silly. Most people are on their fifteen minute break, right? And like. You, you're See, a grown yeah. ass man sitting in a high school auditorium plastic <laughs> chair See, talking about how we're going to, you know, school reform or whatever right. the fuck like. And this is, and you know this about me. I fucking hate <laughs> commenting on shit on Facebook. Yeah. You know, I can't stand like using that as like a medium to disagree with people. Yeah. And you know me. Yeah. It's like your favorite <laughs> thing. I, I love so much. There's there nothing. Honestly, I, I hate doing it but i love to consume it because secretly at heart like i i don't hate the zoo you know what i mean like <laughs> i love the zoo yeah you know and to watch the animals in their natural but not natural habitat you know yeah. that's what facebook is facebook is the zoo this is my premise for today it's Pikachu! It's okay facebook is the zoo because the zoo is where you go to see lions with a bunch of fake trees and <laughs> fake rocks, probably real grass, okay, yeah. being fed raw meat that they did not catch. They they live there, and that's you being <laughs> like, this is how lions live, right? And that's Facebook is a fake arena yeah. for you to have conversations with people. That's not how it actually works at all. Yeah. But you're getting fed everything that you need for nourishment. <laughs> and really, the the setting itself is safe enough for those around you that you can kind of keep it contained to one place. Yeah. And with that in mind, one of my favorite things in the world <laughs> is to log on Facebook and see a post that has fewer reactions or likes oh, than, than it comments. does comments. And I'm immediately like, this Really pissed somebody off. <laughs> Cannot wait to see what they said. Every time. Uh, I don't even read the post first. Like, I'll be scrolling and I'll see, like, and then I go up and I read the post and it's like dessert. Like, I fucking, yeah, yeah. I grab a napkin from the kitchen. I tie it around <laughs> my neck. It, dude, It that is yeah. top three favorite things for me to do. Not top three. That's pretty aggressive. Yeah, I was going to say that. But I that's... fucking love it, dude. It's so fucking fun. I did uh, it like four times today. See a post, it's got like 63 likes, 293 <laughs> comments. You're like, fuck, yeah, dude. Oh, I bet somebody said a word they can't say. 
Let's go. Uh, yeah. And then I just read. I don't comment. I don't like. <laughs> I don't do anything. Nobody knows I've been there. Yeah. It's like going to the zoo, but like in an invisibility cloak. Ah, okay. Still get the experience. It's like walking into a high school bathroom where the kids weren't allowed to have doors on the stalls anymore. (laughs) And the stalls are right in the entryway and you're like, you open up and you're like, oh, it's like walking into that bathroom <laughs> and every stall's full and all the kids are shitting, but you're only wearing your socks and not your shoes. So nobody heard you walk in and you just get to hear the magic happen and you get to leave before they even knew you came. Yeah. And you were jacking off. <laughs> so <laughs> You are in just your socks for some reason. Yeah. Because you, <laughs> you didn't want them to know. I don't know why I said yeah like that. That was so like I sounded like a four-year-old that's really excited for its g- grape freezy. I like. Do you that want a grape freezy? Yeah. I like that you said a four-year-old that's excited for its. Yeah. Implying there. Yeah. Its is like like a dog licks its balls. I don't know. Just a man sign. shits his balls. I, I I love that <laughs> clip so much. It is. Really I was funny. so scared when I first saw it because it looked like soft serve <laughs> coming out, and I was like, "This is fucking disgusting." <laughs> <laughs> it totally does. That's so funny. <laughs> and Tom Segura loves posting shit that like horrifying yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, he's just." Po-. But then you saw him still standing there, and the shit didn't drop all yeah. the way. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> oh my God. Wait a second. <laughs> so I had to watch it again and be like, oh, those are balls. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's totally shaved down there, by the way. Yeah. For sure. Like, and he definitely lubricated them. He did. He yeah. did say that. Not a doubt. That he lubed up for sure. Because that would be so painful. Yeah. I mean, I think either way, at well, least. Well, he, he makes it sound like it's not that bad. Cause yeah, but if you're not a first timer, then sure. Yeah. Yanking him around. Yeah, the first time you face Randy Johnson, you're like, that's really fast. The the 100th <laughs> time you face Randy Johnson, you're like, well, Randy's pitching today. Yeah, yeah. Is it like that, though? Or are you always scared of Randy Johnson? Uh, I mean, people hit home runs off Randy Johnson. Yeah. So. But you, do, you, do you think maybe they close their eyes when they do it? Uh, no, but yes. Right. Ready for a crazy baseball fact? Please. Okay. So, um, buy ripping dingers on teespring.com. Eat. Do that, son. Uh, anyway, so Randy Johnson threw so hard that, and really any pitcher that can break a hundred miles an hour with their fastball can do this because of the distance from the point of release. And to the plate, mm-hmm. and because Randy was so tall, mm. the actual speed of his fastball was faster than it was thrown, if that makes sense. Based on Oh, time. I got, yep, yep, yep. Right? So, like, let's say he's throwing 101. Because he was so long, and because he took such a large step towards home, such a long step, mm-hmm. he cut off seven feet between himself oh. and the plate. Oh, so by the time the ball leaves his hand, it's going 101, 
but it's also got less distance to travel. Oh, wow. So it's like he's hit or throwing 107 miles an hour, which is, I think, higher than it actually was. But for the sake of... Yeah, I get what you mean. You know, whatever. So at that speed, with that amount of distance between themselves and the object, you can literally blink and miss it. Like you can, it can pass yeah. you and you can, you can blink when the ball is pitched. If you blink exactly when the ball re- leaves his hand at that speed, you will miss it. It will pass you before your eyes are back open in a normal blink. Not like yeah. close like in like your subconscious instinctual blinking. That's how fast it is. I have heard that... Um, so, no, they didn't close their eyes on purpose, but if they blinked right when he threw it, then yeah, they did. Uh, most players aren't actually swinging, like, knowing where the ball is. It's You're, you re- you're reacting. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, 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 you're... It's half anticipation. It's literally half, like, just instinctual reaction. That's David... David Ortiz used to practice uh, in the batting cage. He would turn the machine up to 95 miles an hour, and he would write numbers on the side of all the baseballs. And he would just stand in the batter's box with his hands behind himself, and he would just watch them go by. And he would, by the end of this training, he could tell you what number was on the ball. No way. 100%. Oh, my God. Yep. How can you see that? You know what's interesting is your brain is... Some people are just have the physical... Well, because what's happening is your brain, because you're actually processing after it's already gone by. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing the shape and going, that was I know this. that shape, and then you're spitting it out. Yeah. Like, you're, like he's not actually seeing the number. He's seeing right. that's the design of right. the design, the way that you write right. a seven or right. whatever. Right, and that's so... Uh, very, very good hitters, whether at the professional level, the college level, the high school level, whatever, mm-hmm. a lot of them have the ability to like see the rotation on a ball. And so you can anticipate like where the ball is going to be going, right? And that's, it's not that hard if somebody's throwing like a curveball right after they throw a fastball. Because you can like okay. see a fastball, depending on the p- style of a fastball, like a four-seam fastball actually has like, backwards rotation basically uh-huh. and a curveball has like top spin and side spin so it like and okay. the reason a curveball curves is because the spin is creating a sh- like a pocket of air in front of the ball that's literally pushing the ball down oh wow that's what causes so anyway so you can like see that. And so that's what he was training himself to do was to be able to see like on super fast pitchers the rotation of the ball. So you can anticipate where in the zone it's going to be, where in the strike zone or not in the strike zone for that matter. Yeah. So you can put the barrel of the bat on the ball rather than just swinging for the sake of swinging. And that is baseball science for you. Physics. For ESPN Sports Science, <laughs> I'm John Brinkus. <laughs> John Brinkus. That's his name. I'm Michael Berbichowitz. No, John Brinkus is literally the name of the guy from ESPN Sports Science. And I'm Michael (laughs) Barbituitz. For ESPN Sports Science, I'm John Brinkus. That's like my favorite thing he does. He does all this really cool shit in his show, Sports Science. Sports Science. Favorite part of the show. 
For ESPN Sports Science, I'm John Brankus. Because he <laughs> says it every time. He does? He yeah. says, I'm John Brankus? Yeah, every episode. For ESPN Sports Science, <laughs> I'm John Brankus. I used to watch the <laughs> shit out of that show. Uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, my premise for today, I don't, and I don't know how how I can do this. Okay. But remember the, the UV... Thing we were doing yeah, yeah, this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Donald Trump Jr. looks like he exclusively makes Red Bull and UV fart cocktails. Or that, or that he was the... See, this is what I'm trying to figure it out. He looks like he... Either he looks like he drinks those, or he was the kid that always brought a bottle of UV fart to the party. He... The way see, he I would sucks say, his <laughs> chin in... Wait, which... Donald Trump weasel. Jr. you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I would say I would say yes to that, but I don't know if UV fart is too much of a stretch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you could pick like uh, UV boat shoes or like Ooh. you know what I'm saying. So like something that's like because like he doesn't look like a guy, in my opinion, I guess that like smells like farts. Oh, they look like they're constantly smelling farts. See, that's what I'm trying to get across. Those oh. two boys, Eric and Donald Jr. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. that. Like they do look like there's they recently smelled yeah, an yeah. absolute banger of a fart. <laughs> like, whoa, does that thing have a sequel? Can't wait. Yeah. Like Donald wanted bloodhounds, but he got ferrets instead. <laughs> They're both good at smelling things, but one of them smells inherently worse than the other and looks disgusting. Like if you woke up to a hound in your bed. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, get over here, floppy ears. Yeah. If you woke up to a ferret ferret in your bed, you'd go, oh, fuck, the ferrets got out and they're going to claw my face off. I'd be, uh, I would say we we should have pulled out of that ferret purchase early. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Metaphor for not making his kids. No, I got it. So not funny though. Abort, abort the ferrets. Yeah, I didn't want to say the word abort. Pulling weasel. <laughs> I should have pulled my weasel out of that <laughs> ferret deal. So uh, yeah. Do you think people in the South, um, when they have intercourse, they call it noodling? I can't imagine they do, Chris. Why you do you say think that? It a little bit, right? Especially the people who do noodle. Noodling is a horrifying tradition that yeah. shouldn't exist, but does, and just kind of shows you that some parts of the world are made up of people that are not like you and me, which yeah. is fine. That's totally okay. But when you watch somebody stick their <laughs> hand in a hole in a swamp and yeah. pull out a 40-pound catfish, and you're like... Yeah. Some of them are way bigger than that. Enormous. Hundreds people of, people die every year noodling. Drowning. Drowning because those monsters right. of fish. Those prehistoric yes. demons. They really are. Yeah. They look like they're scary looking. They're, they're, but they're like they're like um you like, know what they they're like inbred dinosaurs. You, you know what a you know what a catfish looks like? A catch a catfish looks like it says stuff like this. Hey Dale! 
What happened to the pink skins? <laughs> Where the pork rods at, Dale? <laughs> they look they look like a mix between a salamander, like the are they are they catfish? Those big fucking noodly Yeah, like, that's what you yeah, you catch catfish. But I mean Yes, catfish get to be hundreds and hundreds of pounds, yes. God. Yeah. And but they're also own. way muddier than like your standard catfish, I feel like. Yeah, because they're hundreds of pounds, Chris, <laughs> and they live in holes in the water. Yeah, they literally swim back into a hole. They mm-hmm. dig out with their tail. Well, so the they m- shake that funky butt they got into a hole, some sopped, <laughs> and they get that. They they back that ass up, right? They sure do. And then they stick their mouth like that and wait for shit. To come past their mouth so they can go. Hey Dale, what happened <laughs> to those pork rinds, Dale? So the 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 mom, the female, yeah, backs that ass up, lays the eggs. Yes. And then the male goes, Let me get some. And he goes Let in me there. Front that ass up. So he is guarding the eggs. And that's why most of the time, either you're getting a female who's laying them eggs or most of the time, you're getting the males that are trying to guard the eggs. Right. And it breaks people's arms. People get dislocated. There's a lot of guys walking around Louisiana and in Kentucky that look like this. Yeah, yeah. Hi. What's up, man? Yeah, when I was 13 years old, I was trying to noodle catfish. Turns out <laughs> it was a snapping turtle. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Happens all the time. Yeah. Mind blowing. Like, how can you hear of something like that happening and then go right back in there and do it? I don't understand it. But then you also look at the things that you do or that we do, you know, just as regular human, like I'm about to hop in my car and drive home, you know? Oh, right. And people sure. die every day in cars, you know? Yeah. And I'm not taking that approach to cars. Now, granted, cars have airbags <laughs> and seatbelts <laughs> and other safety measures. Noodling yeah. has no safety measures. Yeah. Except maybe your buddy, I don't know. There's, there's usually... A somebody there to pull you out of the water yeah. in case that thing sucks you under. But what would his name be? Like Wayne Tom? Yeah. I uh, laughed way too Jim, early. In Jim that. Dale? <laughs> <laughs> Is he yours, my brothers, Wayne Tom and Jim Dale? Oh, what's your name? Curtis Jr. <laughs> really? So your dad's name is Curtis? Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm just, my dad's name is... Uh, Bartholomew goes by Bart, but my name is Curtis Jr. It's uh, Curtis Jr. with a G. (laughs) (laughs) So all three brothers have two names and one of their names is Jr. with a G. Dude, can we do this? That's a sketch right there, bro. Jr. with a G, yeah. To have like like we have like somebody interviewing us and we're oh. like the three brothers because we all have the glasses the <laughs> the look we yeah. can all do the voice like sort of southern dumb voice yeah one of us is Wayne Tom one of us is Tim Dale or what was the other one Jim Dale Jim Dale the other <laughs> one is Curtis <laughs> dude that's so funny oh I love that we're doing that all right. We're for sure doing that. We could make that a series. You really could. Like checking in with uh, 
Yeah, yeah. And what they gotta have some weirdly French last name because they're fucking mega Cajun. Yeah. So their last name is like Thoreau. Th- <laughs> With um, an accent for sure. Oh, they could be that could that could be uh uh Tremblay. My name's Wayne Tom Tremblay. <laughs> <laughs> that works perfect. Yeah. Or wow, uh, that's funny, dude. I'm fucking crying, laughing so hard. That's good. I've been trying not to touch my eyes so much. What is that? Because I have a degenerative disease in my What's eyeballs. I forget what it's called, but it's it has to do with my my stigmata in my left eye. Uh, so, like, you can pass it to mm, people? No, I can't pass it. But the fact that I rub my eyes so much is a a sign that I uh, it's it's a it's a side effect of this. Like, so basically. Is like it, layers called, just keep coming off. Oh, is it called herp eyes? Herp eyes. Oh fuck! I was gonna say that. God damn it, dude. I'll I'll, I'll try to remember it. You off, got a herpes story? No, I was oh. gonna say um, opinions are like herpes. Everyone has it. <laughs> <laughs> like my impression of a guy who thinks that everyone has herpes. <laughs> my name is Wayne Tom Trombley, and like my daddy. <laughs> Always said, opinions are like herpes. We all have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I love that, dude. Yeah. That's funny. Look at us coming hey. up with funny things together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and see, this was the thing that I w- I kept getting nervous about when I, I keep trying to throw in like segments that we should have and, yeah. and all of these things. It's like, I'm terrified that there's going to be dead air. And uh, yeah, no, we talked the whole time. Yeah, there was no dinner. It's good. Yeah, it's good. There. And like, that's a two-hour recording for sure, right? Mm. One forty, right? Just about, about one forty. Yeah. Yeah. So for an it's hour and good. forty minutes, we just. Well, I mean, forty-five minutes of it was a Donald Trump impersonation. <laughs> 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 you should cut it and put. Uh, you should cut it and put a song underneath it, dude. I, I, I am gonna. Uh, I'll. This is all shit that I can say off air. Uh, but suffice it to say, same time next week? Yeah, dude. Same time next week. Wait, is that what it is? No. That's oh, right. shit. No. Uh, same time next week <laughs> is the thing. I just fucked it up on purpose. Oh, oh. Because, like, the last, I'm pretty sure the last two episodes you've been like, I've been like, same time next week and be like, actually, no, maybe not the last two episodes, but there was an episode where you fucked it up like three times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a. It was a facade. Oh, was it? I was being facish. <laughs> <laughs> I was joshing you. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Same time next week? <laughs> Dude, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.